Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it's hump day. That's right. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. I'm rested. Can you tell? Right. You can feel the energy. Do I have like an extra pep in my voice? I feel real like out here. That's real Tabitha Brown-ish. It is. And I feel like I'm giving Tabitha Brown with this dress and just like the red lip and the hair. Like I'm just giving like, I have my own line of spices. <laughs> you mean... You are just sitting of the spice aisle. So. I listen. I am. It all comes together. I am. How are you doing, Jeremiah? Like the Bible? I'm doing good. You know, it's Wednesday, Hump Day, Hump Day. So we up. And we we up for the people. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we are here for the people, y'all. Apparently, it is World Blood Donor Day. Okay. Yeah. So to celebrate blood donors and raise awareness for the need for blood donors, have you ever donated blood? Yes, and I did not enjoy it. What is there something to enjoy about? I mean, they give you a cookie. They do. I don't like getting my like finger pricked. That's actually the most unenjoyable part of it. You donated blood and they pricked your finger? Yeah, they like pricked it first and then they did like the actual blood. Oh, because they had to test your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Like, I literally, I'm, I've, I'm not like a really like pain person. Like I have a, a higher tolerance, but that actually hurts. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do that. Fascinating. But the giving blood part is actually fine. Like when I go to the... I think it's cool. Really? Seeing the blood <laughs> exit your body? Yeah. Like, I mean, my mom is a nurse and I just have like a certain like medical... Like fascination about me. Your mom is a phlebotomist. That's phlebotomy. Well, she does the notes now, but she, at one point she was a phlebotomist. That's why she had all the chairs from, from her job. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, these are waiting room chairs. <laughs> 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 Definitely. Um, but so like, I'm not. Um, doesn't bother. Me. I'm not like squeamish or anything. But I don't like to look at it though. Like I just like to be like. I like to look at it. Mm-mm. I like to see it like, oh, wow, this coming out of my body. Because now I'm thinking about there's a needle in my body. And I'm like, that's fascinating. I don't to want me. to think about that. Part. Like, I, I like watch surgeries on YouTube. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, even though like Grey's Anatomy, when they start like showing this stuff, I'm like, OK, uh, it's uh, too realistic. I love too it. Realistic. You know, I'm O negative. So, uh, OK, but it, that's like you can give to everybody. Yes. But you can't yes, receive can. from everybody. Correct. OK. And that's basically how I live my life. <laughs> Give to everybody, but don't receive from everybody. Correct. And be positive. I don't know what that means. Me either. I just remember because it it's be positive. <laughs> All right. What do we got going on today? Well, you know, later in the show, we'll talk about positive and say the smartest thing. Ooh. Because Governor Gavin Newsom of. Uh, of what? Of what? Of California. where? That's California. right. He fact checked Sean Hannity when it came to <laughs> President Biden. Plus, there's a state that's the first state to ban book bans. So we go to y'all which state that is. Mm-hmm. That was like a a, a a weird word combination. It's true. They're banning book bans. But this hour we got 60 second headlines. Plus, it's been reported that Tyler Perry might be actually taking over BET. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, Trump's rivals have a lot to say about his indictment. They they have a lot and then not nothing at all. All the above. So we got all that coming up for you, right? So don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. I'm going to release a line of seasoning that's called Stay Salty. Okay. <laughs> and we'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Black, 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 black
Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And we're going to jump into some Black Year Red news. So we got to talk about Don. Donald Do Trump we up. have to? We have to because he's everywhere. Uh, well, he's everywhere because he's about to go to jail. That, That's why he's everywhere. I really want him to go to jail. I do too. I also have theories. Okay. Just real quick, I have a theory that the real one that so the real one that makes him not able to run for president mm-hmm. is if he gets indicted under the like January 6th one. The insurrection. Yes, because there's a clause that if you have like in any way like challenged the government mm-hmm. like in a treasonous way that you can't run for office. So that one, if he gets indicted for that one, then he can't run for office. I just have a vision that they just roll because notice how they're rolling these out. They're not even yeah. like on top of each other. They just like one after the other and they're timing it so that when they hit that one, it's like, got to be. <laughs> and I think that it's also going to put the Republican Party into a tailspin because they're going to be like, oh, shucks, we need to like find a, a candidate. What do we do now? Well, in case you guys didn't know, Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty. <laughs> no surprise there. Pleaded not guilty to 37 charges related to the alleged mishandling of classified documents in a historic federal indictment. That's like when I had a friend who would sleep over at my house and like literally pee to bed like next to me in the bed and be like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, ma'am. Pee in a bed with somebody in the bed is crazy. But ma'am, but like... <laughs> and lying about it. <laughs> not we, guilty. We smell it. We smell it. <laughs> well, his Trump's rivals smell a lot of stuff going yes, on too. Yes. And former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie actually had this to say about the indictment. When did it? When did we get to the point where we're always blaming our adversaries for the weakness of our candidates? Oh, it's the Democrats' fault. It's DOJ's fault. It's this person's fault. It's the media's fault. How bad it's his? He hasn't won a damn thing since 2016. <laughs> Three-time loser. Oh. 2018, we lost the House. 2020, we lost the White House. We lost the United States Senate a couple of weeks later in 2021. And in 2022, we lost two more governorships, another Senate seat, and barely took the House of Representatives. Loser, loser, loser. All right. Well, Chris Christie is the only person who has something to say. Nikki Haley also had this to say. President Trump was incredibly reckless with our national security. More than that, I'm a military spouse. My husband's about to deploy this weekend. This puts all of our military men and women in danger. And lastly, Tim Scott had to come in with his own little two cents as well. Protect Democrats while targeting and hunting Republicans. This case is a serious case with serious allegations. But in America, you're still innocent until proven guilty. I don't know. You look pretty guilty to me, Amanda. Okay, Tim Scott just served us up a real fresh word salad. He put it and he did it like, you know, how we talk about like hood salads. Mm-hmm. Like it's got bacon bits on it. Mm-hmm. It's got chunks of ham mm-hmm. and really just blue cheese and lies. Mm-hmm. But good for, you know, Tim, 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 Tim. Tim say he really believes in the American system. Uncle Tim's cabin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uncle Tim's cabin. Uh, Namarata, a.k.a. Oh. Nikki, I, I refer to her by her Indian name. Not what her mama call her. Yes, your mama call you Namarada. I'm gonna call you Namarada. Uh, you know Namarada. Listen, she don't know what you want because she's flip flopping. So before it was like Trump, 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 and now she's like, ooh, let me distance myself from you. Which I guess I understand, but ultimately I feel like she doesn't have anything to stand on, so mm-hmm. she just be going with the with the whatever flow was happening of the day. I hate to say this, but Chris Christie sounds the most sane out of everybody, and. It's interesting because all Republicans say we, 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 Mm -hmm. but, and even Democrats, they do that. But like, there's clearly a difference that is shifting in like the Republican party. Cause you could be Republican, but that don't mean you MAGA. Right, right. And then you could be MAGA, but that don't mean you QAnon. 
Oh, wow. the fact that there's levels to this. There's levels to this. <laughs> so it was interesting to hear all of them have like their own takes on this. But ultimately, this man is the worst. And I don't know why somebody who has so much baggage should be allowed in the White House. Because most of us wouldn't even date somebody with this kind of baggage and allow them into our car. Well, because the people of MAGA see themselves in the Don and Chief. They see their baggage and his baggage. Which I think is interesting because <laughs> even the people of MAGA, I'm like, y'all ain't even been this effective at losing. Chris mm-hmm. Christie had it right. He, loser, loser, loser. He felt that. He practiced that at home. He, he did. Was like, I'm going to hit him with this <laughs> one. This is my Trump card. <laughs> hit us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Do you think if you're running for office right now, it's in your best interest to distance from Trump or to get through? I don't even know if that's the question I want to ask. I really just like, y'all, y'all, y'all rock with Trump. <laughs> What y'all think? Are y'all excited he might go to jail? Are y'all excited he might go to jail? Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, Tyler Perry. He might be... We don't know if Donald Trump's going to be the president, but Tyler Perry might be the president of BET. He might be the running, running them things. Okay. And that means there's going to be a lot of bad wigs and Ooh. plates of no food. Ooh. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's cracking? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we got some more Black Hair news for you. That's right. So, okay, y'all have not heard. You know, there's been a lot of news about people trying to buy BET. Puff like, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Kenya Barris at one point. It's like everybody. Byron Scott. No. Byron. Byron somebody. Byron. The, mili- the, the billionaire. Yes. The Byron with, with billions. Yes. <laughs> That's that Byron. Uh, well, Tyler Perry has reportedly finalized a deal to buy BET Media Group. So Paramount Global currently owns BET Networks. They've reportedly been looking to sell a majority stake of the company. So we have unconfirmed reports that the deal was was struck with Tyler. So he might be the new owner, Amanda. And the deal was struck at an undisclosed amount and will give Tyler Perry control over BET Media Group and VH1. So they also have said there's going to be an official announcement that's coming by the time the BET Awards air on June 25th. So they likes. Yay. (laughs) Okay, but see, here's the thing. So a lot of people complain because they talk about how we just don't have enough like black folks Mm -hmm. actually running networks, Mm -hmm. right? And in the process of this, like we named it was actually Byron Allen. Byron Uh, Allen. You know, that there there were a number of folks that like had come forward to say Mm -hmm. they possibly wanted to buy the network. Uh, you know, Puff already has Revolt. Mm -hmm. Oprah has own. Mm -hmm. Um, are there any black like celebs or leaders that you feel like should have their own network <laughs> I don't know why this is funny to me in my head but like I feel like we need a political I wanted a political couple it was the only black political couple really have is Barack and Michelle and they had like they had like the little deal they had kind of going on like I think their podcast network but something that's centered in politics and black politics. But I'm going to challenge you on this. I know you want to go like this but that's, that's the closest but I, I have to challenge you on this because they literally don't talk about nothing like, Michelle do not talk about nothing political. But I need them at the helm. We will have other people at But the you know bottom. why nothing came out from the Netflix deal? Why? Because apparently, like, anything that people were pitching them was, like, political-based. Uh-huh. And they kept saying, like, <laughs> I, not them particularly, but, like, they're, the, the, the people team. in charge were like, yeah, we can't put that out. We have to be, like, nonpartisan or whatever. So I don't feel like they would actually be effective. However, in that news... Can you stop covering the camera? Oh. In that... <laughs> in that... In that uh, mindset, though, I think... A news network should be run by Roland Martin. 
Okay, let me. He kind of does that now, but it's not like a network. I mean, like he it's has his, but it's but like he, he want like a. Well, he has his mm-hmm. like, but I feel like I just like Roland's tenacity and consistency around black folks, mm-hmm. and I feel like just beyond the scope of like him talking, mm-hmm. I think he would actually be someone really good at curating other voices okay. that would be able to be in that space. You know, I would love to have a show like with Ben Crump talking about like the civil rights cases mm-hmm. of the week. <laughs> um, you know, and I just think that we have like a lot of young folks like Lene, like uh, Lene Vene, who does parking lot pimping. Right. Who right. Are, who need a space to kind of create. And like if black people had a news network, that would be a very interesting 24-hour news network because we think, one, everything is news, and two, we don't take nothing seriously. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Jokes and laughs. You know who else I want for uh, a network? Who? Spike Lee. Ooh! Because I feel like Spike Lee has a very distinct style, but I also want to see, like, others, like, black throwbacks, like, like classics that makes, like, a classic channel that has. So this would be, like, a like a Turner classic movies? Yes, yes, but, like, black films. Because, like, there's so many that are mm. canon that we just don't talk about. Like, even, like, the original, like, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, like, Sydney Portier, like, these black films that you don't really think about with Harry Belafonte, like, all those movies. I really feel like I'll run the out of a network. I mean, you got it. You got it. I really do. I think I, I would definitely actually be able to put that together for y'all, and y'all would be like, we've been... Wanting this, I, how, how did she do something that I didn't even know I needed? From your lips to God's ears. You heard it. All right. Coming up, we go to the group chat. Juneteenth is coming this Monday. We've been celebrating the holiday all week, but how should we really be celebrating this holiday? Are there appropriate ways, inappropriate ways, etc.? We're going to talk about it when we get into the group chat. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What's cracking, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for the group chat, and we are talking about Juneteenth all week long. We are. Okay. Because it's coming up on Monday. Yes, it is. So if y'all didn't know, now you know. So every year, well, it's kind of new for a lot of people at, for it being a federal holiday, but a lot of communities have already been celebrating Juneteenth yeah. um, in like a cultural level in different communities, especially like in Texas and mm-hmm. things like that. But Amanda, are there appropriate or inappropriate ways to celebrate Juneteenth, you think? Yes. I mean, first it begs the question, how black am I going to have to get? <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Because, okay, if you're at work, mm-hmm. it's like, what's the appropriate way to celebrate Juneteenth at work? Maybe <laughs> They really be trying it sometimes. Like when you see like the Black History little events, they want the fried chicken it's, and red velvet. I was like, y'all, I feel like y'all trying to be shady. I feel like, but I also feel like y'all trying to be cultural. It doesn't really, feel like cuisine. Right. 
It feels very town death. Yeah. Tone what? Town death. What did I say? You said town death. <laughs> you said death, but you like really accentuated the th. And I was like, oh, you really committed to that. Town death. It does. Now, I think there's very real ways as black folks so we can celebrate Juneteenth mm-hmm. beyond just, you know, gathering together and uh, going to parades or, you know, festivals, et cetera, of which there are a number. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you can support black business. Yes. Like that's like a real basic thing. Let's say you're an introvert and you're like, I don't want to go to parade. I'm I don't want to go to your. Out. I don't want to go to your Juneteenth barbecue. Or it's too hot. It's too, it's hot. too hot. You can support black business. Okay, you can support black businesses in a number of ways uh, by purchasing, by donating. You can support uh, black nonprofits, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, also, you can support yourself by going and getting Juneteenth discounts. <laughs> Get that discount. Get it. You know, like there's always a holiday like discount sale situation mm-hmm. and Juneteenth is new mm-hmm. to the game. So we got to really enforce the fact that like now nah, we come out. We come out on Juneteenth. You got your black card though to get the to get the discount. Yes, that's a great one. Yes. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Don't be giving out discounts out willy nilly. I also think, you know, sharing the history of the holiday with friends. But yes. this is it. It needs to be very low labor. So if you want to like screenshot something. If you want to type it up, because your friends who are black probably already know, but mm-hmm. your white friends probably don't. And so they come knocking. I just wanted to congratulate. Is that is that Love the proper? Like, <laughs> so I think honestly on Juneteenth, like as a social media world, black folks should all not post a black square, but like we should all post something about like what we're doing today that ain't got nothing to do with working for this country. I love that. I mean, to your point too. Outside it should of- just be pictures of black people having a good time. Like that's what we should do on Juneteenth. On the beach. It just whatever. Like if your good time is Jello shots, it, put it up. If your good time <laughs> is rodeo, put it up. If your good time is being in bed, covers all the way up, eating Ooh. ice cream, middle of the day, watching Proud Family, put it up. Good time. Good but time. it should literally just be like, this is what I'm doing for my ancestors on Juneteenth. Well, one thing you can do uh, prior to Juneteenth, on June 17th, you can enjoy Smart, Funny, and Black Live from the comfort of your own home. All you got to do is go to amandaseals.com and sign up and get you the link. And you can watch Smart, Funny, and Black Live from the National Museum of African American Music in Nashville, Tennessee, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Saturday, June 17th. You will literally, for the first time ever, be able to watch my comedy variety game show, Smart, Funny, and Black Live from the comfort of your own home. And I know we got a lot of folks listening on the podcast. So you can watch it from whatever country you're in. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is have Wi-Fi. So we are so excited to be able to do that and do that in partnership with the National Museum of African-American Music and to gift these two free shows to the city of Nashville and also to you. So hopefully I will join us. Remember, go to amandaseals.com and click and sign up to get the link to watch the live stream. All right. Well, that's how we're doing Juneteenth. Also, my company, Smart Funny and Black Productions, we are not working on Juneteenth. No, we are not. I wonder if we're doing this show on Juneteenth. Huh. I got to hit up Radio 1. <laughs> we'll be right back with 60 Second Headlines. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Up next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm sure everyone likes the Bible. <laughs> and it is time for 60 Second Headlines. You ready? I'm ready. All right, hit it. All right, so y'all, the musical The Wiz is Broadway bound in 2024. And Deborah Cox will be portraying Glenda, the good witch of the South. Yes! We love Deborah Cox over here at the Amanda Seals show. Y'all love her too. Because you know what? They need to put it in the show where she comes up. <laughs> she comes up to Dorothy and says... How did you get here? 
I mean, it's the wigs. It's possible. She's like, I'm from Kansas. She's like, but nobody's supposed to be here. I want to see it. I want to see it. All right. Next up, after 41 seasons, Pat Sajak is, has announced his retirement from Wheel of Fortune. You know what? I'm really happy to hear this because I also <laughs> learned this year that Pat Sajak is actually like a bleeding heart Christian white nationalist. Okay. Yeah. And he's like on the board of like a super duper, 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 duper Christian white nationalist college. Oh, no. He's the chairman, actually. Uh, so, you know, dun, 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 dun. on the other hand, uh, uh, what's her name? Vanna, Vanna White. White. Her daughter is like straight, like radical sistrin. And when she met me and Snoop was like, Snoop, will you take a picture of us? <laughs> Love that. On Will of Fortune. Yes. All right. Well, next one. Nearly 12,000 dead fish have washed up on the shore. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it wasn't. I was laughing at the Vanna White thing. Oh. Yeah. It's like such a weird response. Incongruity of affect. Nearly 12,000 dead fish have washed up on the shore of Quintana Beach in Texas. Officials say that fish kills are common in the summer when the temperatures rise. Yikes, yikes. That sounds incredibly just generic. And I don't like that. And that's scary as F. And it probably smells crazy. And well, speaking of Snoop Dogg. Probably smells like a low budget strip club. You know what? <laughs> and you mentioned Snoop Dogg. Well, luckily for Snoop Dogg, he inked a partnership with Petco for his new Snoop Doggy Dogs product line. This feels long overdue. Like, I just feel right. like we should be in like phase six of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How is Snoop Dogg just now getting a deal with a pet store? You got a new publicist, probably. You know what? It can be very effective. <laughs> well, we're going to do it. You know, we're going to support. So shout out to everybody uh, who's going to go out there and get their Snoop Doggy Dogs collars, clothes, and snacks. That's it for the second headlines. It took two minutes, but uh, we got to get y'all the facts. We did it. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the first state in the country mm-hmm. to ban book bans. <laughs> did that confuse you? It's all right, because we're going to explain it. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. It is Wednesday, June 14th. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know whose birthday it is? Who? It is Donald Trump's birthday. That's crazy. I mean, life comes at you fast. Yes. It's like synergy. <laughs> you go to jail. Yeah. And you also have a birthday. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> lot of celebrating, I'm sure. A lot of it. Jeremiah, what we, I was going to say it's also uh, Boy George's birthday, but you know what? He actually turned out to be like an actual real racist. What is going on with the people? Karma, 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 karma chameleon. He changed colors. Dang. Mm-hmm. What do we have coming up this hour? Well, coming up this hour, we got to talk about the first day in the country to ban book bans and we'll tell you what who it is and what they had to say about it plus find out what an actress at the tony awards called Re- governor ronda santis at the tony awards when she said this on a hot mic i was like that's crazy that's crazy but she stood ten thousand. i love it plus we got a big up let down oh look at that Looking forward to it. All right. Keep it like right here. The Amanda Seals show. You know what to do. If you miss any of the show, you can get us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tune into my small doses podcast. All right. And wherever you get your podcast this week, we got Miss Tabitha Brown joining us for side effects of having it all. Mm, mm, mm. And we almost have it all. 
Okay, Whitney, we got more Black News up next. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on The Amanda Seals Show. Wednesday to everybody out there. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. This is the Amanda Seals Show. That's right. We got Blacker News. We do. Okay. So we got to talk about Illinois. So all the Illinois people out here that's listening, shout out to y'all. Because Illinois just became the first state in the country to outlaw book bans. So Governor J.B. Pritzker, who's a Democrat, signed the bill into law on Monday to prohibit public schools and libraries from banning books. He said book bans are, are about censorship, marginalizing people, marginalizing, marginalizing ideas and facts. He also said he refuses to let the, st- the strain of white nationalism coursing through our country determine whose histories are told, especially in Illinois. You know, I love this. Um, and I think it really speaks to the fact that it's become too much, the book bans. And when things become too much, we got to take it from a state level to a federal level. Yes, yes. So is. him making this uh, like real point of cont- of contention really flags for me the reality that, okay, federally, mm-hmm. for y'all who don't necessarily know how this works, federally, they could say, oh, guess what? We been in book banning on a national level. Right. And that would mean that states can no longer just like deploy these types of book bans, et cetera. Mm. So this is what we mean by Roe v. Wade. So they could have ratified, codified, Codified. they could have codified Roe v. Wade into the constitution Mm. the same way they did with uh, gay marriage Mm. and said like, this is the law of the land. It's not something that can be voted on. It is, um, it is like in the stones. It's a constitutional right. It's a constitutional right. It would be like someone coming with a chisel on the on the tablets with Moses. Like, <laughs> let me add in some commandments. Okay? Not a chisel. Yeah, it's not a post-it note. It's a chisel. <laughs> so, like, they could do that about book banning. When we talk about what are things that you would want to uh, have a next president really focus on, mm-hmm. to me, this is like something that is a fr- day one. Mm-hmm. Day one executive order. Sign it. Because a part of this, too, is that just books books aside, the idea that the government should not have the ability to restrict our access to information on any level, whether that's media, books, all those things, because in a, especially in a democratic society, at least, we, the people, determine what we want. So if we want it, they got to oblige with that a lot of times. Dictatorships often begin by doing just this, mm-hmm. cutting off access to information. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's dated a narcissist, same thing. Cutting off access to outside information, mm-hmm. whether it's your friends, family, et cetera. Like they start telling you what to watch. They start telling you what you can't partake in, where you can go, et cetera. Dictatorship, same thing. And so when we say, oh, we need to ban book bans, we're not just saying like, oh, because everybody should be able to read any book. There still should be like, okay, these are more mature books. Mm-hmm. You know, these are books that are maybe not for kids. We understand that. But ultimately, in a free society, information is free. Yes, it's free. I mean, even like, you know, back in slavery, that's what they was doing with the Bible. They like, they didn't ban it, but they, they took out certain parts to create a certain Did you narrative. see the slave Bible when you were at the uh, National African American History Museum? The other I day? believe I did. Yeah, I I it's did, there. Yeah. Like even one. like the whole thing about like Exodus with like Moses freeing the people, that went in the slave that Bible. That wasn't in the slave I can't Bible. read that part. Yeah. Freedom? No, not over here. But you know what they did have in there? What they had. Forgiveness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So information is vital, y'all. That's the, that's the moral key. of the story. <laughs> and I would want 
a next president to make it his priority to protect our access to it. Mm-hmm. What would you want from our next president? Hit us up. one 855 8 I want to hear what would make you vote for somebody? What does a president candidate, presidential candidate have to say to make you go out there to the to the ballot box and drop that vote? one 855 8 That's one 262 Speaking of people trying to be president... Uh, an actress recently called Governor Ron DeSantis a grand wizard, and she was not talking about being a professor at Hogwarts. We got the big up list now when we come back as well, so we're going to give you all that information up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. We got more Black Era news. That's right. So, Danae Bitten, an actress we've seen in productions like Hamilton, Natasha, and Into the Woods. Into the Woods. You love Into the Woods. My favorite musical of all time. <laughs> well, while on stage presenting the Excellence in Theater Education Award during the live broadcast of the Tony Awards on CBS, she blasted presidential candidate Ron DeSantis. She said this. Hi, I'm Danae Benton, actor, <laughs> thank you, and proud CMU alum. Earlier tonight... CMU and the Tony Awards presented the 2023 Excellence in Theater Education Award. And while I am certain that the current Grand Wizard, I'm sorry, excuse me, governor of my home state of Florida, will be changing. (laughs) I am sure that he will be changing the name of this following town immediately. (laughs) Listen. I want our people in the audience actually didn't know what a Grand Wizard was. So they were like, Grand Wizard? I don't get the joke. <sighs> Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan is what yeah. she's referring to. Yes, yes. Uh, and, you know, I just, I appreciate this because we are coming back around the mountain. A lot of people may not really understand, but like the world is round. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> th- no, I'm telling you, the world is round. So often, t- so it's a cycle. Like right, we're constantly right. in a cycle. And we are coming back around in a cycle that has us back where we were 60 years ago uh, at the civil rights movement. And we are finding ourselves in real time looking at things like, oh, wait a minute. This this feels like what we learned about. Mm -hmm. They were harming black people and Mm -hmm. getting no repercussions. They were Mm -hmm. very boldly asserting racist commentary Mm -hmm. and racist ideologies and legislation and being patted on the back for it. And we were oftentimes saying to ourselves, like, how did they live like that with all of that around them? And right now we oftentimes say to ourselves, like, how are we living with all of this going on around us? So I'm like, oh, these right here are tent poles and benchmarks that let me know that we are coming back around. And what also happens is that the people have to start being very loud who have the platforms, right? right? Yeah. And because they're platforming racism. So we have to platform anti and I loved hearing her do this especially the the, the drama geek in me <laughs> let me tell you yes the theater kid in me was like yes 
So she did at the Tony Awards, which, of course, theater is always a very progressive space. Mm-hmm. Um, and art has very often been used as a space for radicalism. We also saw Haley Williams of Paramore the other day on stage at her show, straight up say, if you vote for, go- for Governor Ron DeSantis, like, you're dead to me. And then she brought out Congressperson Max Frost, mm-hmm. who's from Florida. The youngest um, congressperson yes. in Congress. Gen Z. Then you have like NBA coaches like Greg Popovich and uh, Steve Kerr, who'll mm-hmm. be in the press conferences and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know y'all want to talk about them baskets that we made, but can we also discuss gun control, racism, etc.? So like using your platform at this point is no longer just reserved for people who are so-and-so activists mm-hmm. or who are specifically rooted in this business. Because for a long time, you get the, well, are you trying to be an actor or are you trying to be an activist? Both. Both of them. Shut up and dribble. <laughs> right? All that. Those days are done, Jeremiah. We, but, we back. But it has to because not just before, like black people have always been disenfranchised in this country. Yes. Like, regardless. So we've always had to work. But now you also just see other communities being disenfranchised in a way that is kind of new for them. Like even when we look at like gun violence, it's not just affecting black communities anymore. It's affecting everybody. everybody. So it's like literally an all hands on deck situation. Like it hasn't been before. So my question becomes, okay, we're back around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're back here. What's going to be different? What are we going to do different? There's one main thing that they did not have in the civil rights movement that we have. Uh, Instagram. Close. <laughs> uh, the internet. Okay. I mean, that's really a huge thing mm-hmm. that they just didn't have. And we do. So how are we going to use this as well as all of the lessons that we've learned from that time to make a difference this time that alleviates this time coming back around? That's what I want y'all to think about. When we get back, that was it for Blacker News. But we're going to talk about uh, our big up let down. That's right. For the day. It's going to be United Airlines. <laughs> is it going to be a big up or is it going to let down? We don't know. You're going to stick around, find out. You should. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seals show. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Jeremy like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time to give the people your big up let down. Big up, big up, let down. All right, today's big up, big up is centered around a milestone achievement in our country. So President Biden has a goal to transition the U.S. from fossil fuel produced energy to clean energy, right? So fossil fuel produced energy is like oil, coal, clean, sorry, coal, 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 oil, coal, oil, coal, clean energy is hydropower, wind, solar. Mm -hmm. And it was just reported that more electricity was generated by wind and solar than coal in the U.S. the first five months of 23 than ever before. That was said really weird. So let me just say it again. So for the first time ever, um, we actually did, we actually utilized less of these like natural resources that are, by the way, depleting. Right. The fossil fuels. The fossil fuels. And you know what I think is also great is that it's not to say that we haven't done this before with clean energy, Mm -hmm. but we use less clean energy in order to achieve this this time because they didn't include hydro energy. Okay. Okay. So this is... For those of you who really pay attention to the fact that, like, the environment matters, because I definitely saw a sister today say, um, yeah, Kamala Harris the other day was somewhere talking about global warming and all that BS. All right. You know, you can't save everybody. 
I'm just gonna leave it at that. I was like, okay, sis. That's the uh, actual letdown. That's the actual <laughs> letdown. Well, today's letdown goes to United Airlines that kicked Marlon Wayans off a flight in Denver. And you know, he was documenting the whole thing. Basically, they said that he had too many bags and they said, you have to consolidate your bags. And then when he consolidated the bags, they were like, okay, well, that bag is now too big for you to put on this flight. And y'all know, okay, come on. How big could the bag have gotten once? Consolidated? Yeah. And he was like, whatever, I'm in first class, so I'm just going to plane. Now, some of y'all might be like, oh, see, that's where he messed up because he was feeling himself just because he's in first class. No, the reason why he said that is because the bins over first class, like they reserve for just first class. Mm -hmm. So like they don't ever just they don't ever get filled. So he's like, I know that my bag is going to fit. If your reasoning is that it's going to take up space for other people that I don't have that problem in first class. Well, y'all, the dude at the gate tried to carry him and said that he pushed him. Then the police came and gave Marlon Wayans a ticket. And I thought, oh, like someone gave him a ticket like for a flight? No, they gave him like an actual like summons. He has to go back to Denver and go to court. I don't think you could like, I guess you could. In my, in my head, you can't get a ticket in person. Like, he, here's a ticket. He got a ticket for uh, like, not reckless endangerment, but like uh, public disturbance. Interesting. In an airport. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, I just think this is not surprising because sometimes, okay, shout out to all of our airport workers. I know y'all are frustrated because you're dealing with people that are on 10, that are traveling. I've seen all the crazy Karen videos, et cetera. I get it. But sometimes, and y'all notice, some of y'all co-workers be really doing too much mm-hmm. and really just trying to like flex. I work at the airport. I work at the gate. I'm a determinant who's getting on this plane and who's not. And it's like, is, is it really like, is they it that deep? Literally <laughs> gatekeeping. And I just be like, but why weren't you paying this much attention when like people were jumping the line? That's what I want you to keep the gate from. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. white man who tried to jump in front of us the other day while we were all boarding because he didn't think that me and the three women behind me were in line for first class. Really? He just assumed that we were just standing in the wrong gate. Just hanging out. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we were just doing each other's hair. <laughs> A mess. Well, anyways, Marlon, uh, in true comedian style... Kept it petty, went and got a ticket from Delta and then did a whole video with the Delta gate agent where she was like, we know how to treat people over here. Oh, Delta like reposted that. I know they just had <laughs> And it was a sister. <laughs> so, you know, she was like, I have no problem being in your video. So shout out to Marlon Wayans. And, uh, you know, it's also a letdown because the people in Denver who were waiting, like the people who were waiting to see him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't get to see his shows. United took the L. Taking the L. So that's the letdown. United gets the letdown. Letdown. It's, it's whack. But anyways, that's our big up letdown. I'm Amanda Seals. Keep it locked right here. When we get back, we're going to take some calls. Yeah. That's right. All right. Back to the phone line. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And our phone lines are open. That's right. Open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We love to hear from y'all. So call us up if you're listening. I'm not just saying that. I'm for real. Call that number. Mm-hmm. Let's actually go to the phone lines right now. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah like the Bible. Amanda, hey. I love you. Oh, my goodness. I have your book. I listen to your podcast. Both of them. I really love the person that you are, and I love that you put time and effort into the information that you share with the world. That means a lot to people who really care about the source of the material that they read and that they ingest. 
So thank you. Jeremiah liked the Bible. Um, I just want to know how you feel about the Howard scammer that happened a few years ago. You know, um, he worked in financial aid and stole a bunch of money, took a bunch of trips. Um, I believe there were some like binary bags in there, maybe. But um, yeah, I just want to hear your opinion on that and how do you feel about it? And did you know him? Because the timing might add up because you're about, <laughs> yeah, I think you, you said you turned 29, I'm 29. Yeah, let's see. I'm sorry I got nervous. I'm going to call back and I'm going to be much better. But I love you. <laughs> I love your show. Thank you for who you are and thank you for what you put out into the world. Thank y'all. That was such a specific question. That's a throwback question. And the fact that I can't think of that boy name. They always share his picture on Twitter, like about the Howard scam uh-huh. situation, like every few months. And they just came my t- my timeline like a few days ago. I don't know him. We did go to school at the same time. Like, oh so my I had, like, God. I like had seen him before, but I don't think I had like actually probably. Not her knowing him. that it would line up. It did line up. Um, but I think he's like a year or two older than me. But I was out of school when that happened. I think I had just graduated maybe when they, that all came out. But that was crazy. That was crazy. I was telling y'all though, I'm a proud Howard alumni, but also Howard has taught me how to, how to spot a finesse. Because mm. people, people with finesse, they would try to get you. They try to get you, Amanda. But Howard has taught me, never trust a black man in a suit that's not going to the school of business or a job interview. <laughs> telling you, you're no good. Because why is you walking around like you? I did a video about this the other day in my story. Black men, I'm, I'm, this is a hot take. Black men who wear suits for no reason, I feel are very pretentious. Because why are you walking around like you Barack Obama stomping the campaign trail? Like, where are you going? Nowhere. You want to be seen. You want people to be like, you look good in that suit, black man. You look good. You, you a strong black man. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a flex, all of a side. Um, but yeah, that's how I felt about that situation. I mean, did it surprise me? No, I was just, I was more so shocked that everyone around the world was talking about Howard in this scam. So those are my thoughts. You know, if you have any other questions about Howard and Howard scam, that's all I got for you. That's all I got. That's all he got for you. <laughs> but we got more show for you. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we are here. Got a couple more hours on this mic. So don't we do. don't uh, don't forget about us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. And if you want to call in and ask any questions, you can hit the hit that dial. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And our phone lines are open. That's right. Open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We love to hear from y'all. So call us up if you're listening. I'm not just saying that. I'm for real. Call that number. Mm-hmm. Let's actually go to the phone lines right now. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah like the Bible. Amanda, hey. I love you. Oh, my goodness. I have your book. I listen to your podcast. Both of them. I really love the person that you are, and I love that you put time and effort into the information that you share with the world. 
that means a lot to people who really care about the source of the material that they read and that they ingest. So, thank you. Jeremiah, like the Bible, um, I just want to know how you feel about the Howard scammer that happened a few years ago. You know, um, he worked in financial aid and stole a bunch of money, took a bunch of trips. Um, I believe there were some like binary bags in there, maybe. But, um, yeah, I just want to hear your opinion on that and how do you feel about it? And did you know him? Because the timing might add up because you're about, you you said you turned 29, I'm 29. Yes, let's see. I'm sorry I got nervous. I'm going to call back and I'm going to be much better. But I love you. I love your show. Thank you for who you are. And thank you for what you put out into the world. Thank y'all. That was such a specific question. That's a throwback question. And the fact that I can't think of that boy name. They always share his picture on Twitter, like about the Howard scam uh-huh. situation, like every few months. And they just came my t- my timeline like a few days ago. I don't know him. We did go to school at the same time. Like, oh so my I had, like, God. I like had seen him before, but I don't think I had like actually probably. Not her knowing him. that it would line up. It did line up. Um, but I think he's like a year or two older than me. But I was out of school when that happened. I think I had just graduated maybe when they, that all came out. But that was crazy. That was crazy. I was telling y'all though, I'm a proud Howard alumni, but also Howard has taught me how to, how to spot a finesse. Because mm. people, people with finesse, they would try to get you. They try to get you, Amanda. But Howard has taught me, never trust a black man in a suit that's not going to the school of business or a job interview. <laughs> telling you, you're no good. Because why is you walking around like you? I did a video about this the other day in my story. Black men, I'm, I'm, this is a hot take. Black men who wear suits for no reason, I feel are very pretentious. Because why are you walking around like you Barack Obama stomping the campaign trail? Like, where are you going? Nowhere. You want to be seen. You want people to be like, you look good in that suit, black man. You look good. You, you a strong black man. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a flex, all of a side. Um, but yeah, that's how I felt about that situation. I mean, did it surprise me? No, I was just, I was more so shocked that everyone around the world was talking about Howard and his scam. So those are my thoughts. You know, if you have any other questions about Howard and Howard's scam, that's all I got for you. That's all I got. That's all he got for you. <laughs> but we got more show for you. So don't go anywhere. Uh, we are here. Got a couple more hours on this mic. So don't we do. don't uh, don't forget about us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. And if you want to call in and ask any questions, you can hit the hit that dial. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And did you know that on today, uh, Wednesday, June 14th, back in 1970, Cheryl Adrian Brown became the first African-American to compete in the Miss America beauty pageant after winning Miss Iowa. Iowa? Right. Because when I think of Iowa, I think of white girls. I like to think blind white girls. Yeah, rightfully so. In like overalls and like farmers uniforms. And I just am like, okay, so I also feel like Iowa's racist. <laughs> 
And so I'm like, oh, like she had to go through like a lot in 1970. Of course, of course. But she had to go through the pageant for Miss Iowa to mm-hmm. get to Miss America. So mm-hmm. that means she won in Iowa first. And usually they're like smaller little pageants to get to like the state pageant. Oh, yes. So she, she was going through it. She had rounds. She had folks, rounds. Well, congrats, uh, Cheryl Adrian Brown for breaking through. Uh, with the potatoes and, and the beauty and the beauty. <laughs> well, we're gonna continue to break through. We ain't got no potato <laughs> shit. Uh, shout out to everybody who follows Zillow Gone Wild on Instagram. That's an inside joke. Yeah, Jeremiah. If you know, you know. I don't know. You Sorry, don't know. I don't know. But you know what you do know about what? Georgia schools. I do know about Georgia schools. And apparently, uh, this hour on Black Red News, we gotta talk about Georgia schools wanting to remove DEI from teaching program standards. And Amanda, I think you have an interesting take on this. I do. You do? Mm-hmm. People will be surprised by this one. I think so. Okay. Plus it's Black Music Month. So we got to talk about this whole debacle with Anita Baker and Babyface. Debacles! The drama! I- drama. The icons are fighting Amanda. On Twitter. Which is Backstage, all, everywhere. It's so Dionne Warwick. <laughs> Dion Warwick is on Twitter as, as also as well. So, you know. She always be doing too much. So, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, wow. There's more. All right. The elders, they got stuff to say. They got a lot to say. Well, you know what? We got a lot to say. And you all have a lot to say. So, you can stay connected with us on social media 24-7 and uh, hit us up with your thoughts on things. And you can also call us 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on The Amanda Seal Show. Day to everybody out there. It's Amanda Seals here. Ah, uh, this is the Amanda Seals show. I'm a Jeremiah Bible guys. Hey, let's get into some blacker news. Well, I don't know if it's a good day in Georgia with these Georgia schools because new rules for Georgia public school teachers would remove the words diversity, equity, and inclusion, like those three exact words I just said, from education program standards. The Georgia Professional Standards Commission recently voted without discussion to delete those words and references to so-called quote-unquote ambiguous terms from rules that guide colleges and programs that train educators. And these changes will go into effect July 1st are among the series of steps legislators and policymakers have taken in Georgia and beyond to get rid of schools, diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives. So this ain't nothing new, but now it hit Georgia. Now, with all that being said, Amanda, I know that you have something controversial to say about the topic of DEI in schools, mm. in Georgia, mm. and the removal of said words mm. from the teacher's program. Do you? Yes. So Amanda Seals, give it to the people. You know what? Take the <laughs> Like, take it. I know y'all are going to be like, oh, man's like, like, let's fight for it. You know what? They can have it. Because honestly, they're not using it anyway. Yeah. They're true. not using it anyway. Y'all, DEI is a scam. It's a scam. It's not affirmative action. It really has been a scam because in many ways, DEI was just a way that companies and school districts, et cetera, could front like they were doing something Mm -hmm. to like actually diversify. But all they were doing was paying somebody to do a job and then not letting their job get done. Right. So don't get me wrong. Shout out to everybody who got some money off the DEI scam, (laughs) who came in and was like, I know about black people. I know about diversity. Yeah, let me get that check. You know what? Shout to you. Didn't that Asian lady we talked about a few weeks ago? At Uber. (laughs) Yes, that was a whole ridiculous thing. But I really feel like DEI, in many cases, 
is an indicator that you didn't have DEI in the first place. Mm -hmm. You should already be operating in this way. You shouldn't need a specialist. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to have the specialist, at least implement what the specialist suggests. And Mm -hmm. they don't. They like never do. So I don't know about you, Jeremiah, but I'm like, fine. Let's just cut the charade. Let's just cut it. You did it in Florida. You did it in Texas. Now you did it in Georgia. We all know all y'all races anyway. <laughs> all right. That's true. You know, they don't really care about the diversity, equity or inclusion of it all. So let's cut the charade <laughs> because the charade is what keeps us complacent mm-hmm. and thinking that things are moving in the right direction when they're not. They care about us. Look, no, there's a DEI. They're officer. actually static. They stand it still like somebody in the middle of a dance floor who doesn't know how to do the electric slide, but can't get out the center. That's very specific. It is. <laughs> so there like you have DEI. it. That's my take, y'all. That's my take. Take, take your DEI and shove it up your... Those are my thoughts. When we get back, we are going to talk about yeah. Anita Baker. And Babyface. Yep. Here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jermike the Bible. And uh, we got more Black Hurt News. That is right. So mm-hmm. it's Black Music Month, Amanda. Yes, it is. And we halfway through, but I never expected this on my Black Music Month bingo <laughs> card. Anita Baker versus <laughs> Babyface. <laughs> um, we talked about this a few weeks ago when uh, when Anita and Babyface were set to perform and only Anita performed. <laughs> and the Babyface fans was not having it. They wasn't it. having it. And since then, Babyface fans have been on Twitter like with an onslaught of... of tweets and I don't want to say hate but they were giving their thoughts to Miss Anita about her. What are like some of the kind of like what kind of thoughts? People were upset that he didn't perform. People were trying to like uh, disparage her reputation like she's a Mm. diva and things like that. Like making it personal. Right and she's Mr. Baker stood 10 toes on Twitter (laughs) and since then she's just been tweeting nonstop between like fans and just giving her thoughts about the issue. You cannot stand 10 toes on Twitter. The only way to stand 10 toes on Twitter is silence. I said what I said mm-hmm. and go on with your life. Mm-hmm. But she was like, tweeting? I'm right. trying to picture Anita Baker tweeting. With that phone, just like yeah. going, going, going. She was going. caught up in a rapture. At one point, she had said this to somebody when um she, she called Babyface a support act. And people didn't like that. So she retweeted someone who called out about that and said, Dearest one, you are not privy to quote unquote contracts. Yes, Babyface is a special guest slash support act on my tour. This false narrative of a co-headliner is creating unrealistic expectations and aggression from his fans towards me. He should tell you guys the truth. Why she didn't text him? <laughs> Maybe he blocked. Maybe she blocked after not him not performing. He's like, know. I only think <laughs> of you on two occasions. And that's when I'm doing my show and when I'm getting my check. Right, right. And Twitter's not one of those places, unfortunately. Okay. So, you know, they've been going back and forth. She officially has taken him off the tour because she's upset with all of the onslaught from his fans. She says she's been cyberbullied, verbally abused, and they had threats of violence from what she calls the quote-unquote Kenny crazy. Oh, she gave them a name. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anita tweeted, after silently enduring cyberbullying, verbal abuse, and threats of violence from the fan base, our special guest slapped with a heart emoji slash support act in the interest of personal safety I will continue the Sanctuary store alone appropriate refunds will be made blessings present box ABXO music note so she has emojis in the tweet do we feel like she wrote this tweet or do we feel like she definitely wrote this tweet I believe she (laughs) she she writes our tweets this is not ghost written I also find it interesting that she writes in sentence case she writes like they're all song titles and during cyberbullying and verbal abuse and threats of violence from the fan base. Track two, special guest heart emoji. 
track three. That's the greatest hits record right there. Here's the thing about Anita. She's an artist and the artists are very interesting characters. I've always said like from doing work on both sides mm-hmm. as an artist and then also like interviewing, we always have the toughest time with the music artists. There's always a lot of extracurricular. There's a lot of handlers. There's people in the mix. Like there just feels like there's there's always an element of... Um, surprise. Right, right. That I don't feel like I get from like actors or even politicians, et cetera. So I think, you know, Babyface, I probably, th- I don't think he was even surprised at this. I think he was probably like sitting at home. Maybe he don't even know he's down the tour no more. Maybe he don't even know. <laughs> he just found out listening to the show today. You know what? He's probably still thinking about the fact that he did a versus with a whole Trump supporter in Teddy Riley. I was like, who's supporting Trump? Teddy Riley. There we go. Speaking of verses, um, you know, we here at the Amanda Seal Show are big music fans. Yes. And this felt like a perfect opportunity to do our own version of verses. We haven't come up with a name with it, name for it yet. So maybe y'all can help us out and give us a name for our version of verses where we just really take a moment to put people head to head and not ask them about what songs they think are great, but what we think are great, and then come to a conclusion at the end. Hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to find out Icon versus Icon. Who actually should have been the headliner? Anita Baker versus Babyface on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jermaine the Bible. And earlier this hour, we talked about Anita Baker. That's right. Removing. Babyface from her tour. Mm-hmm. Got him out of there. He was a poor act, according to her. Which I felt like was very <laughs> flagrant. And I know for her, she was like, I mean, that's just what it is. She said that's what the contract said. Here's the thing. People also don't understand. When you say things on Twitter, it's different. Because, like, you aren't just, like, speaking in your voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like things on Twitter are a statement. Right. So you, when you say it, it's a statement. And that statement is, we ain't on the same level. Right. It's like a text. People also add their own tone to it and everything. There. Wherever they're at in the world. I don't know how Baker sounds, actually, like, talking-wise. Huh. So I just, like, in my In my mind, in my mind, she talks like how she sings, but she doesn't, I'm sure. <laughs> so I just added my own voice to her whole, her whole tweet. But this begs the question. Mm-hmm. Anita Baker versus... A baby face. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Icon versus Icon. Icon versus Icon. She's diminishing him to supporting act. This feels eerily like the SWV escape oh, conversation. Um, maybe they need a reality show to really get to the bottom of it. And maybe after, uh, maybe on that reality show, we will see Babyface without sunglasses, which I have never no. seen in like since like the maybe two occasions video. <laughs> that being said, we wanted to put them head to head and really just actually realize, like, at the end of the day, who should be the headliner? Okay. Well, just to start off, I'm going to give you these, these bare facts. So, Anita Baker has eight Grammys. Nice. And four platinum albums. Okay. Babyface has 12 Grammys, three, plat- three multi-platinum a albums. multi. And a gold album. So, you know, got to little one up a little bit. I mean, I feel like that's still pretty close because I don't know how affected. Like, Grammys to me, it's like... Okay. Also depends on which Grammys you got. Because, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you get a Grammy for a lot of stuff. Listen, <laughs> people get, like we said, people getting Grammys for, like, uh, 
album covers. Oh, yeah. Album covers, music videos get um, Grammys now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get a Grammy for like literally your audible book. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we got we can't contest those how comparable they are to each other. But really what it comes down to is the songs. Yeah. The, the catalog. Matters. The music matters. So let's just go one by one. Okay. I mean, let's pick top five, top five. Okay, okay. Let's see. We gonna do Babyface first or Anita? Well, my first Anita song that comes to mind is Rapture. Well, I feel like that's the icon caught right. up in a rapture. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I feel like that's that's a top-notch record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's a mm-hmm. top-notch record. So we're going to give Anita a top-notch record. But yes. when it comes to Babyface... Oof. Okay, that's hard because Babyface. When I think of Babyface. I think of him singing. I also think of just like his pen singing. So I'm like, uh. But um, every time I close my eyes, it's so good though. Every time I close my eyes, I, I think, think of you. Thing. Oh, I found you. I got you. And I think that's like Mariah Carey. I was about to say singing. that's Mariah Carey singing <laughs> background. background vocals, which I'm sure she doesn't do a lot. So no. <laughs> I feel like those are both like just high level records, okay, high okay. level records. Then we have Anita Baker. You bring me joy. You bring me joy. Strong. Okay. 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 I see what you were doing right there. I thought you had to, had to like get guttural. For, you, you gave us, you gave us vocals. Anita. A lot of people, you know, haven't heard that Jeremiah has vocals, but he has vocals. Not Anita Baker babyface vocals though. Fair. Or Mariah Carey background vocals for that, for that matter. I'm going to say Whip Appeal. Okay. Really? To, yeah, Whip Appeal is a strong one. Okay, okay. Also, Whip Appeal, I feel like, was more than just a song. Like, that became, like, a mm. coinage, like a term. Mm. Like, oh, mm. that person gives me Whip Appeal. Okay, so it became culture. Yes. I got it, got it, got it. Okay, next is the song. I gotta do giving you the best that I got. That's my favorite dun, dun, ending dun, dun, the song. Dun, dun, dun. And then at the end, she says, I put everything on my wedding ring. I feel like she really means it in that song. She put it on her wedding ring. She put it on her wedding ring. When she kicked baby face off the tour, she put it on her wedding ring. <laughs> I put that on my <laughs> wedding ring. You can't come back. Um, When can I see you again, baby face? When can I see you again? Strong song. Strong, strong, strong. Strong song. song. Okay, okay. Um, did we do Sweet Love for Anita yet? No, we did not. So Sweet Love? Sweet Love? Let's start it on there. Let's start it on there. Okay, so that's the last one. Ooh. Mm. Babyface, let's see. Now, see, the thing about it is that Babyface has a lot of records that he's written for other mm-hmm. people. But in terms of like a Babyface record. Mm-hmm. So then How Come How Long for me is also because that's a song that's about abuse. Like it actually has like a deeper okay. meaning okay. to it. Now, here's where things get sticky. Where they get sticky. I feel like Babyface has written more iconic songs for other people mm-hmm. than he has for himself. And that's a flex, honestly. Do we feel like that's a flex in the version of verses where it's Babyface versus Anita? Because here's the other T. Anita has an iconic album. 
I don't feel yeah. like Babyface has an album that meets the same level of like icon status. Like, remember, they were winning Grammys in real time, but right, we're in generations right. ahead now. And we're talking about like what has been timeless. You're right. You're right on that. You're right on that. Amanda, Amanda Seals. Uh, mm. All right. So when we get back, we'll tell you our verdict. Okay. Yeah, we got. Stay right there and give us a ring and give your input. All right. What do you think? One eight five five Amanda eight. Babyface versus Anita. Who hits the headline icon status? Amanda Seals. Hit us up. One eight five five two six two six three two eight. It's the Amanda Seals show. Hey y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. Happy Wednesday. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And last break, we were talking about Babyface versus Anita Baker. There's a lot going on with Anita Baker versus Babyface mm-hmm. in like real time. So we decided to just like, let's make it about the music. Right. We made a head to head of their top 10 yes. songs. We chose our top five. But we yes. didn't say who we chose, Amanda. So who do you, what is the first <laughs> You know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I went into this mm-hmm. really feeling like, I mean, it's Babyface. Uh-huh. But now that I've really like put the facts on paper, this is why it's important to put the facts on paper. With the solo records. If we're talking about the solo records, which even though you're like, yeah, he's going to sing those songs that the he one, wrote. Right. It's still not the same as the people who sang yeah. those songs singing the songs. That's now, true. if he's going to bring out Tony Braxton to sing the song, right? If he's going to bring out Boys to Men to sing the song, if he's going to tap in on the line to heaven and bring Whitney to sing mm-hmm. that that theme song. Shoot, shoot. Correct. That is. But he's not doing that. So I feel like we actually are going to have to, for me, you going to have your own. Okay. What actually, where do you land? I'm going to say Anita. Anita. Yeah. Because to your point, the solo work is is there. It's there. And, and that's what people are coming to see. Yeah. Yeah. And Babyface, got, he got some, he got some he hits. Got hits. He got hits. But I would feel like, and I know this may be blasphemous, so call me up. Do we feel like Anita is more the performer hmm. than Babyface? I mean, I I've never heard, seen him in concert. I haven't seen either in concert, but I have heard good things about Anita in concert. That it, I've seen her in concert. Oh, okay. So, you know. It's it's an it's an experience. She gave me the best that she got. Oh, I'm, doing every, <laughs> I'm doing the best with what I got. <laughs> but babe, we saw Babyface do a tiny desk. And people loved it. He came out. He had Shantae Moore, Avery See what Wilson. you're doing right now? <laughs> see what you're doing now? What'd you see? What'd you see? He the plug. He like McCarty. He's the plug. <laughs> I'm gonna call him up. And that's what I guess really made like that's the first thing you're talking about. You just start talking about Babyface yeah, sing, singing. Yeah. You start talking about the other people that were there singing. Which the idea that he wrangled like literally Shantae Moore to be like sing background for me real quick. So if he's not doing that on his tour, on his part of the tour, mm-hmm. then it's not equal. So we solved it. Dang Anita, dang Babyface, we love all y'all though. We do. Can y'all text each other and make that? Yeah, because people buy tickets. Yeah. And don't... even though she said that they're gonna get refunds, the appropriate funds will be refunded. But I don't even know how you refund for that. Twenty percent. <laughs> Damn. Well, that being said, they both have hits. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, what is your mom putting on for you to clean the house on Sunday? That caught up. That caught up in a rapture. It's happening. So there we go. It's culture. We also got some calls, Amanda, because we've been asking people like for the past two weeks to tell us what they want in a presidential candidate to get them to vote. We actually have a caller who got some thoughts. So let's go to the phone lines. Hi, Amanda. I'm calling from D.C. And um, I would like President Biden to focus on climate change initiatives that really work and work to move the needle because this is getting ridiculous. Um, But I would also like him to focus on student loans and inflation. So love the show. Have a good one. Now, I like that she's talking about environment. Yes. 
I said earlier in the show, like people be acting like environment don't matter. I don't understand. Do they not see New York with the, with the, yes. with the orange haze? And like environment also affects like water ability, mm-hmm. like water level, mm-hmm. not levels, not the level, water um, quality. quality. Yes, et cetera. But water levels too. Air quality. Yeah. In Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Air quality, all these things. We, we need this to live, yeah. y'all. They don't know that though. <sighs> people would be so focused on like the taxes. Taxes, taxes. It's like taxes ain't gonna matter. Where you gonna pay the taxes at underwater? If you over here, like, <laughs> you know, unless you're gonna grow gills, like the character in Wakanda Forever. Oh, I don't know what the plan is, y'all. Evolution. But I love hearing y'all talk about politics. I love to. No, I don't like the word politics. I love hearing y'all talk about what you want from your public servants, mm-hmm. uh, because ultimately they come out here and be like, "What y'all want from us?" And if we don't have like very impassioned requirements, then we're not gonna figure out ways to hold them accountable. So I'm with you. And she was very specific about Biden. She was like, this is what I want from Biden. So that basically means that she already knows. She knows what she's voting for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when we come back, uh, we we definitely like to remind you that these people who be in these offices and these positions, they 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 not. They not it. Sometimes. Sometimes, but ever so often, they are. Ooh, we gotta call to say the smartest thing. Yes, we do. So keep it right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. And uh, it is time to listen, laugh, and learn, Mm -hmm. which is why we have a new segment. Yes. A word of the day. Okay. Okay. Today's word of the day is fruition. Do you know what fruition means? I think I know what fruition means. (laughs) Um, To bring something to fruition, so to bring it up, to bring it to life, to make things happen. The point at which a plan or project is realized. Okay. Okay. So we all prayed hard okay that donald trump would (laughs) see karma that's not where i thought this was going and our prayers are steadfastly coming to fruition they are yeah they are we talked about it earlier in the show so if you missed it remember you can get at the show wherever you get your podcast but we're not gone yet we're not what do we got coming up coming up this hour we have a flip on politicians to the darndest things because politicians are saying the smartest things today we got the california governor gavin newsom saying some stuff plus in case you missed it we have our 60 second headlines come this hour plus the dig up let down we got all of that coming up like i said if you missed any part of the show earlier you can check it out wherever you get your podcast you've got to get out the car right now and you're like i don't want to miss it just listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast you can also check out my other podcast small doses we are dropping today tab of the brown Talking about side effects of having it all. And you can watch the episode tomorrow when it premieres on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. All right. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, you can also stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It. And give us a call. Join the conversation by calling 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. And y'all know what time it is. It's time for... Politicians say the smartest things. Oh, that was a... 
You went down a register. I thought I wasn't, you were going down. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Uh, well, today we have the governor of California, Mr. Gavin Newsom. He's 55 years old and he recently got into a little verbal spar with Sean Hannity. Are we going to call it a spar? Well, only one person was I feel there. like someone brought a pen to a gunfight <laughs> and it wasn't Gavin Newsom. Well, he had this to say about Joe Biden. I think he's a man of decency and character. I'm really proud of the president. I'm proud of what he's accomplished. He's strong last enough few to years. be president. That's what I'm, strong I'm enough. Look about. what he just did to McCarthy. He ran he circles. Look, look at the vote card. I didn't Kevin like the just vote. Got, I wouldn't I mean, vote for it. Exactly. Kevin got played by the president of the United States. I'm for results. I'm for results. The sound of him wrestling his papers. <laughs> he's going through the like notes. Trying to, like trying to. Let me get my notes. Let me get my notes. But he wasn't done. No, he had more to say. I have great confidence in his I don't leadership want him, I don't and what he's been able to accomplish. I think his policies are failing. Ah, Chips Act, Science Act, do you oppose that? Uh, I will tell you, on every measure from the economy, inflation, borders, energy, uh, national security, he's missing in action. Let's talk about them in order. Let's well, talk hang about on. Uh, uh, Wait, but no, I no, want no. to challenge the premise. You said the economy, 13.1 million jobs he's created. More, these are post-COVID jobs. Okay. You know that. Well, I mean, well, that, that's an artificial well, number. It, well, but no, no, no. Then let me just, let me stipulate oh. this as an, as an opportunity to engage civilly on this. Okay. Fair point. Your president, Donald Trump, lost 2.6 million jobs mm -hmm. during his four years. We've created 13.1 million. Fine, you can maintain a COVID frame. How about the fact that Joe Biden's created more jobs, six times more jobs than the previous three Republican presidents Is your, combined? Are you going to tell me Sean? that the average family where we have two thirds of Americans now living paycheck to paycheck? It was 70 percent under Trump. It was That's 70%. Not true. It under was 70% under Donald Trump. Pre-COVID, we had the lowest unemployment rate for every demographic. Wait, wait. Now, we have the lowest black me, unemployment in history, you. and you and I are living with the lowest unemployment we had in it. our lifetime, Sean. We you had it for every demographic, and the economy black was Black unemployment's along. record low under Joe Biden. Okay. He was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. You're hitting <laughs> me. You're hitting me. He also knows that Hannity doesn't know what stipulate means. Oh. So, you know... This was very interesting to listen to mm. because it really, to me, illuminated that like folks really just be talking. Right, right. His producer didn't give him his talking points, so he was like, "Wait, go to the point of where, where is it? Where is it?" <laughs> Rustling papers. For those who don't know, Gavin Newsom is the governor of California, mm -hmm. and apparently he's like really like a stickler for numbers. Like he's like a numbers geek, mm -hmm. and this is also a great example of you did not research your guest. <laughs> If you know this man as a numbers geek, you better have the numbers too. Right. I saw me against the fact that you just can't be just throwing out willy-nilly facts with somebody who came with other with that with facts. Well, you can't be yeah, he said that's not true. <laughs> like actually. But like, this, why this, is this, this not true? Because you just didn't want it to be true? Because that's really how they operate. That is true. They're like, I don't like that fact, so it's a non-fact now. Now, Gavin Newsom is also uh proposing the 28th Amendment. We talked about that, where mm -hmm. he's like saying there needs to be like four actual like changes made in the 28th amendment that would be about gun control and uh i have my theories about gavin newsom and the presidency that i will share tomorrow in the group chat okay but i feel like what we're watching is deeper than just somebody being a guest on the show supporting joe biden just my thoughts <laughs> okay i'm interested to see what's happening tomorrow just my thoughts, but it's nice to be able to play a politician and say the smartest thing. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't get to do it often. Because they're not saying smart things often. Nope, they're not doing it. But we are here at the Amanda Seal Show because we got a big up let down when we come back, as well That's as right. a 60 second headline. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And we have had an eventful Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We covered a lot of things. We did. We talked about Illinois becoming the first state to ban book bans. Yes. They ain't playing with y'all. Also, we talked about this whole Twitter debacle with Anita Breaker removing Babyface from her tour. We went on a journey. We went on a journey. We did a whole, like, music game. Yes, where we pitted Anita, because we really wanted to get to the bottom mm-hmm. of, like, is is Anita, is Babyface a supporting act when it comes to Anita Baker? Right. Because that's what she said. She says that's the poor act. Special guest. <laughs> we had to go for the facts. Uh, sometimes you just got to fact check. Mm-hmm. And so we did a fact check. We also talked about Tyler Perry reportedly being the new head of BET, possibly. And we talked about, like, who are some other, like, black icons that we feel like would be great at helming a we network. Did. We did. We did. That so was- all of that. So, yeah, if you missed any part of the show, you got to check us out on the Where You Get Your Podcast. Go to the podcast app, type in Amanda Seals Show, and we right there. Also, stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It and call us anytime. Phone lines are always open at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. That sounded like a commercial. I mean, it kind of was. We want y'all to tune in. Da, yeah. Da, da. Coming up on Thursday's show, we'll have another round of six-second headlines and it's group chat day. We'll also have group chats every hour. And we're going to be talking about a number of things that you guys are already talking about because we want to be in the chat. Also, we got our segment most likely to with Jeremiah Like the Bible. He'll be handing out a seal show superlative. Looking forward to that and more coming up tomorrow on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, let's go. We were oftentimes saying to ourselves, like, how did they live like that with all that around them? And right now, we oftentimes say to ourselves, like, how are we living with all of this going on around us? Coming up on Thursday's show, we'll have another round of 60 Second Headlines. It is group chat day. We'll have group chats every hour in our segment, most likely to with Jeremiah, like the Bible. We're going to be talking about Father's Day in our group chat. You know, not only is it a day that we feel like we need to pay attention to, but for those of us who have like whack fathers or fathers who have passed on, how do you celebrate that day? We'll be talking about that and a whole lot more on the Amanda Seals Show.